we are at the beginning of uh, of the cobot era and we are going to see them all around us all the time and everywhere welcome to 20 minute leaders just sit back relax and learn from the leaders of today it's a journey each one is different unique inspiring let's get started this episode is powered by J ventures a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley in partnership with Leomitech, sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, Opus Labs, Synergy Global, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, Birthright Excel, Serona Partners, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Hello and welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. This episode is all about robotics. Meet Amnon Avigai, a well-experienced manager in the fields of IT, organizational processes, and automation. Amnon is the general manager of Robotize, the robotics division of Mitwalk. Amnon established Robotize two years ago, together with Amir Mitwalk, the company's business development manager. Now, after two extensive years, Amnon and Robotize are recognized in the Israeli market as market leaders in the cobotic field. You know, the, the world is obviously changing uh, so rapidly, and the way that we, a lot, a lot of the tasks, a lot of the things that we need to interact with our physical world, um, you know, they have a, we, we're, we're constantly now thinking of what previously seemed like science fiction. Today is already becoming a reality, partially due to robotizing and different solutions that you bring to the world. And so I'm looking forward to talking about robotics with you, both on the, on the creation perspective, but then also on the integration with humanity in the human computer interaction, if, if you will. And so thank you very much for joining me today. Great, great being here. And, uh, yeah, it is very interesting and, uh, um, yeah, it's very interesting to share our thoughts and, and the, the way we think that the world will uh, be and become with the, the uh, cobots serving us. Yeah. So, so already off the bat, you're mentioning um, the term cobots um, and not robots. So what, what, is a, what is a cobot? Okay, so, so actually the, the, the term, the word uh, uh, robot uh, was invented, at, I think it was 1921, when a Czech uh, author uh, looked for a, a word that will describe a machine that is doing a hard labor. And he uh, took it from, you know, it sounds like robota in, uh, in Russian, but it is from the, the Czech language, which, which is a hard work. Um, and, and, uh, you know, we, we think that the, the word robot exists since ever. No, it exists since 1921. And, um, uh, the, 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 the actual robots that we, we, we started to use, uh, started, you know, the, beginning of the uh, nine uh, in of the 80s of the last century when uh, mainly uh, uh, Japanese manufacturers uh, used the uh, uh, robots in the uh, uh, production lines of cars but those were uh, mainly uh, robotic uh, arms that they uh, no human could they uh, be around it because you know it could uh, hit them so uh, we uh, we had uh, robots like uh, you know machines that did hard mm -hmm. work, uh, but uh, the term cobot uh, reflects the a, a machine 
which is collaborative with human beings. Mm-hmm. So this is why we call it a cobot, collaborative <laughs> robot, uh, because it can interact and uh, move and uh, act around the human beings. Um, so just to make sure that we, we, because, you know, in today's world, we still, you know, if, if we're following TechCrunch or various newsletters, we'll get exposed to them. But in, in reality today, where will we find these cobots? You know, if, if we're looking at the general humanity, wh- where would I find today the implementation of production cobots? Okay, so, so you know, first of all, three, three uh, main technologies had to be uh, ready and uh, developed in order that we will have uh, uh, cobots, uh, uh, working mm-hmm. cobots. Uh, uh, first one is energy. You know, uh, all cobots use uh, um, batteries, and we need the the batteries. You know, like in in uh, uh, um, like in cars, that the batteries will have enough energy that will last for a long time and that will be charged uh, rapidly. And uh, the second is is computing. You know the each robot has a lot of sensors that they uh, bring a lot of information, and that information should be uh, processed uh, near uh, real time, and you know when to uh, uh, reflect on the uh, robot uh, uh, positioning or uh, how it behaves. Uh, and and the third is the navigation. You know, uh, all robots, uh, you know, they they move. Uh, autonomously, and uh, in, they need to navigate, you know, in, in places that they didn't know until uh, recently. So uh, uh, so those are the three uh, technologies, navigation, computing, and, and energy. And we, we can, you know, when we deploy nowadays cobots, it is near anywhere that you can imagine of. It starts from our homes. Uh, in hospitals, in in uh, factories, in uh, hotels, in restaurants, nearly everywhere. Uh, and since the the cobot can move uh, autonomously from one point to to the other, they can. You can mm-hmm. only imagine all the uh, applications that we can uh, install on on those uh, machines. And so, the, so very interesting, but. You know, if we're looking now at the implementation and the integration of robots, there must be some fundamental fundamental premises or assumptions that these robots need to fulfill beyond their ability to conduct some uh, task. What, what are some of the, I don't know, safety, um, you know, um, understanding-wide expectations of such a robot? I mean, because at the end, this this cobot is going to be implemented in the in a physical space, right? And so we must have some universal agreement as to what we're allowed and what we're not allowed to, to have the robot perform, you know, on an algorithmic level. So are, are there any standards that are sort of universal in this manner? Um, great question. No standards. Okay. Until now, no, no standards, and I, I'm sure you know regulation is always uh, uh, behind the uh, technology. So uh, just a few, just a few steps, steps behind. behind yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> a few big steps behind. Yeah. Um, so the, there is no uh, standards about uh, how a cobot should behave or not. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, the manufacturers and the, uh, we as, as uh, you know, the integrators 
and who are responsible uh, for the implementation of uh, the solution, uh, we must make sure that uh, no cobot will uh, harm a human being. So it, this is, you know, uh, if we will uh, have an incident in which a cobot uh, caused uh, an injury or death to, to a human being, I think that uh, uh, it will take a lot of time to convince others to implement uh, cobotic uh, solutions. Uh, even though, you know, uh, moving uh, machines um, that are being uh, driven by, by uh, human beings uh, make a lot of accidents, but still, if a machine that uh, drives alone will will make uh, an accident, then this is an issue. This is a big issue. Um, right, right. But for instance, and, we... And so, sorry, yeah. No, because I, I really am you know, fascinated that, because as you're standing in the forefront, and I want to make sure we're devoting enough time to, to a conversation also about, you know, where we're headed and what are the different opportunities. Because while we while there are companies that are dealing with this, I'm still struggling to really understand how how much of an impact is this going to make on... Uh, on 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 actually you know everything around us and the way that we live our life and so maybe you can share with me just a little bit about about robotize and and how you're thinking through the vision of robots integrated into our society okay so for for the time being we are dealing with four kind of applications the first one is a cleaning uh, um, cleaning robots you know those who uh, swap and and vacuum the floor or uh, sweep it or, or, or uh, brush it you know uh, those kind of mm-hmm. robots the second uh, a, a application is delivery uh, robots we are now in the middle of uh, a implementation of a solution in a, a uh, big factory in Israel, you know, that instead of, uh, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't, uh, oh, instead of human beings moving heavy stuff from uh, one mm-hmm. point to the other point in uh, the factory, uh, robots are going to, to do it. Um, and so the first one was cleaning, the second one is delivery. Uh, we are in the middle of implementation of a small delivery robot that will take uh, blood tests from one side of uh, laboratory to the other side of laboratory. Um, we uh, implemented a, a disinfection robot that based on a UVC uh, light, UV light in a big uh, factory of uh, um, a pharma uh, factory. And the, the, the fourth one is the telepresence. Uh, and, yeah, telepresence robots that you know uh, help me being there without being there. Okay, so sure, those are sure. the, the four kinds of uh, solutions that we uh, provide right now. And so, if you're looking at the way that these are going to be implemented at scale, how where are we today in terms of the life cycle of? You know, either the the experimental phase, the phase where we're ready to to grow and to have this be an integration, an integral part of of our workforce. Where where are we on this timeline? Assuming that one day we will have you know robots surrounding us constantly. constantly. Yes. Yeah, so, so I think that we are only at the beginning, at the very beginning. And but since the uh, as I said at the begin uh, earlier, um, the technology is quite ready. 
uh, we are facing, we are going to face a, a boom, you know, an explosion of, of uh, cobots. And we see how many uh, companies uh, come one after uh, the other. Some of the companies are coming from the application side and some of the companies are coming from the robotic side. Um, yeah, so yeah, we are at the beginning of uh, of the Cobot era, and we are going to see them all around us, all the time and everywhere. Fantastic. Now, to share with me maybe a little bit about the the development process of of a robot like this, from you know from how you actually get the the idea or the thesis as to how this robot is going to be integrated, all the way to actually running the tests and seeing how well it performs in a real-world situation. So I'd love to hear just, you know, an end-to-end process of how building a robot like this, you know, how, to, how does this take place? Okay, so, so as I said, we, we don't build the, the, the robots. The robots are being built right. by the right. companies that we are working with. Uh, and mm-hmm. in, in, we, uh, we come to, for instance, let's say uh, a parking lot, a big uh, parking lot mm-hmm. that uh, uh, now is being cleaned by a, 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 by a person that writes a cleaning uh, machine, normally at night, uh, hard uh, work. Nobody wants to, yep, yep. to work uh, in those kind of works. So we come to, to this parking lot. Uh, we inspect it and we map it. And uh, we bring the robot to the place. Actually, the uh, the mapping is is being done by the robot itself while riding it uh, manually, uh, and it builds a map using a lidar a lidar element. Uh, you know, using a laser beam that yep, uh, yep. yeah. And uh, after mapping it, we sit with the. Uh, a, a owner of the parking lot, and we uh, build with him the uh, cleaning plan of of uh, this uh, parking lot. Um, it can be done, you know. Normally, robots uh, use uh, one hour of charging for every one hour of working. So we get a, a machine that can work twelve hours a day, three hundred sixty-five days a, a year. Uh, you know, doing, doing this uh, cleaning mission. So this is for right, for, right. for for cleaning. If we go to uh, a, this laboratory where that I uh, spoke uh, about, uh, again, the mapping is being done always with the robot, you know, uh, with the lidar, and and then we sit with the uh, with the uh, uh, people that run this laboratory, and we build the plan. How it will go from one point to the other point, and yeah. Uh, so what it sounds is that there's there's an element of of taking existing solutions, right? Taking the technology, understanding that it has, you know, creating a general enough solution that will provide for a variety of use cases, and then through an intimate work with the organization, you're able to then actually make the fine fine tuning for how this uh, cobot or robot is going to integrate within the current chain of procedures for this for the exact situation right and and how 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 much do they vary how how different do these organizations work in in terms of your having to fine tune the way that then the robot cooperates with them um since we are working in a, a lot of verticals uh 
Yeah. yeah, it is very uh, a lot. I mean, a hospital is is uh, working in one uh, way, and a factory is uh, working in a different way. So uh, it is totally different. The amount of uh, people that are uh, working in a supermarket are not the amount of people that are working in a laboratory. Uh, we have in a big sure. in, in supermarkets in Israel robots that are that clean uh, the the uh, the supermarkets and. Uh, um, you know, if you try to activate the, or, or make the robot work uh, in a th- Thursday afternoon, the robot will fail. It will not uh, be able to accomplish the, the mission that uh, it runs. Yeah. Uh, where is your, your, your passion and excitement for, for robotics coming from? Where you know, you're choosing to spend your time, you know, with these robots and, on, and, and you know, there's also the interesting question of building them and, and creating the actual robot versus the implementation and the actual field and the integration to humanity. What, 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 what came into these decisions for you? Um, actually, it all started at the beginning of the uh, COVID uh, um, eruption. It was the, mm-hmm. uh, February uh, 2020. Uh, when we uh, uh, installed um, remote patient monitoring solution in hospitals in, in the country. Uh, mm-hmm. And one of the uh, department managers uh, in one of the hospitals came to me and, and asked me, why do you install a fixed uh, solution on a wall? Why can't you make something that we, I will be able to, to guide from outside the, uh, the, the department? Uh, or from home. And they, I said, okay, interesting. I want to investigate this. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was only the beginning of, of uh, the uh, technology be, being ready uh, to do such, uh, such mis- mi- missions. Uh, and and we, in, in 10 days, we built a prototype uh, of a moving a, a cobotic moving a, a remote patient monitoring solution. And once we discovered uh, the technology, we couldn't, uh, you know, uh, uh, stop working uh, on it. And it was, you know, we are quite an old company. Robotize is part of a company that exists uh, uh, since 1906. Uh, and, and we started to act like, you know, a startup Around uh, around the clock, you know, bringing new technologies, understanding new technologies, uh, and and we don't stop, you know, more and more solutions and more and more uh, 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 implementations. Fantastic, and uh, I think that the the world that we're talking about here is, you know, what what I think that is so fascinating in in our point in time is that we understand that we have the technology, we understand from perhaps an ethical and a moral perspective that it's that you know with the, the terminator fear that that maybe some some folks have from the previous generation that that's not what's holding true today and and the integration is going to take place and now it's just a, a, a question of of when and where not an if and so I'm, I'm really excited by companies like robotize that come and the and actually go to uh, to perform these integrations and uh, and push push the them forward in humanity in general and so, Amnon, thank you very, very much. This was uh, really, really interesting. Uh, best of luck with Robotize. Continue uh, pushing robots and, and cobots into our workforce. And, and uh, I think it's uh, doing a great service to everybody. So thank you and stay safe and stay healthy. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. It was great uh, being here.